This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Summer Breakfast with Jared Walsh and Bryce Gibbs. A lot happening this half an hour as well. Darcy Brown from the Australian women's cricket team will speak to before 8.30 and we need to announce the caller or texter of the day as well. Uh, 1-300-736-736. We are here at SENSA Studio Lumo SA at 1 King William Street, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Let's talk Australian Open. An Australian Open update for Kia, a pinnacle of engineering. Kia EV6 GT. The most powerful Kia ever crafted. Handful of Australians left in the Australian Open. Bryce, and let's go straight to a person that knows what it takes to win when it matters, especially at Grand Slams. Mark Woodford, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us on SENSA. Uh, fellas, good talking to you. That's a nice little intro. I appreciate that one. Thank you. <laughs> well, there's a fair bit going on over in Melbourne at the moment if it's not uh, crazy heat or crazy rain, and then there's complaints about the quality of the balls. What's happening? What have we woken up to overnight? <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure if uh, uh, you know some players have actually uh, got to sleep. I mean, the, the day yesterday was uh, extended. Um, they, they were holding the matches back very late, and I think uh, well, I, I was there calling the Hijikata uh, match last night, and they were still putting matches on, holding them. They they really needed to get through some of uh, the, the schedule. But boy, Melbourne throwing everything at the players once again. I mean, with the the heat and then the rain, um, uh, you, you know, it just uh, it, that's what it takes to win a Grand Slam. You've got to be able to survive all of those ups and downs. It's like a roller coaster ride. So, Mark, uh, we'd love an update on how our Aussies are going. We obviously know Nick Kyrgios has, has pulled out with that, that leg injury. Um, his partner yep. in crime, Tanasi, looks like he's in pretty good form. Yeah, I, I, definitely. You know, very uh, stark contrast to last year. And we all know that, you know, Tanasi arrived at the AO last year, you know, fatigued, having put in a, a great effort in Adelaide, winning the title there. And it was such a short turnaround for him. Um, and, and much like Quan the other night, uh, you know, winning in Adelaide, um, you know, and a day later, he's he's over here having to prepare, unable to navigate his way. But Tanasi this year, a lot more rested. Um, and I think he had the benefit, guys, as well, of, of seeing Andy Murray win that uh, amazing first-round match against Berrettini. And kind of, I think that might have inspired him back in the locker room because he went out and absolutely blitzed Fabio Fognini in straight sets and came back yesterday to complete that match. So I I think it's a a great opportunity um, to try and resurrect his ranking because unfortunately uh, it's taken a bit of a dive. Whilst he might be, you know, feeling good about his tennis, the ranking went south after he wasn't able to... um, emulate the same results from Adelaide last year, but a great opportunity. I think a lot of it is going to depend on how uh, uh, well-rested 
Andy Murray is going to be um, from his first round. So the big talking point was yesterday afternoon with Rafa needing to take some time to get some treatment and then um, the, the broadcast vision cut to his partner who was in tears and we, we all thought the worst because it's been um, a couple of years where people are saying farewell to the Australian Open that have been household names for over a decade and we're just so familiar with seeing the best players in the world coming to Australia. So Rafa obviously um, getting the defeat... Is, is this the last time we're going to see him in an Australian Open? I think that's what the, the you know was floating around yesterday. Obviously, a lot of tension post-match. You know, what what is Rafa going to say? Um, you know, when he comes into the press conference, uh, what, once he settles down, comes comes down after the match, right? Uh, you know, you're out there on the competitive field, um, and, and you walk off absolutely shattered that. You know, your body has betrayed you. And, uh, you know, and clearly we're seeing his wife in the stands. And, and, and she has, you know, she, she's in the perfect place. She understands Rafa, obviously, you know, spending time away from the tennis courts and, you know, a bit of pillow talk. So she probably, you know, knew something. And uh, it, it was just, it was tr- tragic. Um, so sad to see her that upset. But, um, you know, look, he came into the, the press conference and and uh, was very somber. Um, but, he, he, you know, he didn't really mention that it was going to be his last time here in Australia. So, um, you, you know, no doubt he's going to have some time off to recover. Um, the clay court season, you know, is not that far away. And that's where he builds, you know, so much of his ranking during that clay court season. But it is such a, a physical um, uh, battle on those clay courts. Um, you, you just wonder, is he going to be able to continue his wizardry on those courts um, when, you, you know, when he suffered this injury? Um, but, but it was awful to watch and it certainly marred yesterday. Uh, so it's Women's Day on SEN SA this morning. So let's talk about the women's side of things uh we've seen yeah. some mixed results uh some of our aussie girls have been have been uh, bowed out already and still some are in, are in the second round it looks like a bit of an, an open draw this year with what's happening with the women's side uh, what can you tell us uh, that's happening over there yeah yeah look at that certainly um you, you know the field wide open um, but but then you know I just wonder it does um, is that taking you know a, a lot of focus away from the number one seed Iga Schwantek? I mean she has uh, coming into this year's tournament um, built such a, a massive lead between her at number one and the second ranked player. It's something like six thousand points, um, which which is a phenomenal amount. So one would expect it that she is the outright favourite, but um, you, you know, there are a number of others that are trying to put their hand up and feel like they've got a, a great chance. And, you know, in Adelaide, uh, uh, Arena Sabalenka certainly hit her strides and she seemed like she was able to control herself, her, her emotions, and, and more importantly, that serve. She is, uh, has the game that can go a long way. Um, one of my favourites that I really enjoy watching because I think it, I, I get the feeling that it's a little like Ash Barty the way she plays is the gal from Tunisia on Jabour. But boy, she struggled through her first round and, and she does have her knee bandaged. Uh, she seemed to be very uncomfortable with the weather conditions. But, you know, again, you, you know, you can't win a Grand Slam in your first or second round. You can sure lose it. But she did very well to avoid a, an upset along the way, and 
uh, I'd like to believe that she's going to be there at the back end. She's just got such a wonderful game that I think can really affect Iga Schwantek. Just before we let you go, Mark, does it feel normal again over there at the Australian Open? I feel in, in Adelaide things are starting to feel a little bit more normal. It's been a, a unique competition for the past couple of years due to COVID and um, people not being allowed in the country for whatever reason. Does it feel like the Australian Open that we are so familiar with now? <laughs> it's it's getting there. Um, you know, I arrived on, on, on Monday morning. I stayed in Adelaide a couple of extra days and um, so unusual for me to fly in on the first day of, of the slam. But at Melbourne Airport, there was an incredible buzz. I, I got to the grounds later that night to call the match and uh, they had a bumper crowd through. I, and again, the Australian Open has offered us a lot of uh, upsets along the way. But that's the beauty of the, the, the Grand Slam is you can lose some of the favourites in the early rounds, but there are others that still continue to, to, to carry a story. And, uh, you know, look, we've, we've lost a great champion yesterday, arguably one of the all-time greats in Rafa Nadal, but there is plenty of focus on the Australians, uh, who, especially on the men's side, are, are doing very well. And the crowd are loving it right now. I think that's exciting as well, as you said. You know, it's it's bittersweet that we we say farewell to Rafa and Roger last year, and and Ash is not there. And um, but this is an opportunity for the next generation of international superstars that we might be having a conversation in the next fifteen years, saying that they could be the greatest of all time too. Yeah, it, that's that's so true, and it's hard to say goodbye to our our great champions, especially. Um, you, you know, on the men's when we've had Roger and Rafa and no, Novak still out there. And I think for me, you know, is is the firm favourite for, for the men's title. Uh, you know, he just loves this court. He loves being in Australia. He's got great support um, and, and pushing for number 10, uh, 10 Australian Open titles. Uh, I mean, it, it's just phenomenal. But yeah, there's, there's always these, uh, the next brigade, that have been waiting in the, uh, you know, on the sidelines for a number of years. So this is a, an opportunity for them. Well, it's hard to say goodbye to you as well, Mark Woodford, but we have to because uh, we are running out of time. But thank you so much for the insight into the Australian Open. Good to chat to a good South Aussie as well. So we appreciate having you on SENSA and we'd love to have you back before we get to the final. Uh, I, it's a pleasure and hopefully we can talk again and, and speak about the, the great effort of Kokonakis beating Andy Murray. Thank you so much, Mark Woodford, for joining us on SENSA. It's going to be a brilliant weekend. Uh, hopefully the, the weather's not too crazy as well, Bryce, because it's been everything. You've lived in Victoria forever. You just never know what you're going to get, right? No, you, uh, if it starts off sunny, you're still putting a jumper in the car, knowing that it's probably going to snow in a couple of hours' time. So you've got to be prepared for all elements. We are in the SENSA studio, Lumo SA, 1 King William Street, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Darcy Brown from the Australian women's cricket team next.